Hi, it's Karen from See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. We're the podcast for parents with young children, and we know that life with kids is messy, but we're here to celebrate those messes, from spilled milk to emotions spilling out of little volcanoes. And you know what? We really believe in you. You got this, and you're not alone. I just want you to know a little something about your host. Karen Deerwester is an educator, author, and all-in cheerleader for kids being kids. Karen has been a corporate spokesperson as well as a reasonable and reliable voice for kids and parents in print and on TV on NBC, MSNBC, NPR, Parents Magazine, and many more. Best of all, Karen leads the parent-child classes right here at B'nai Torah Congregation of Boca Raton, Florida. Get ready for some fun, a ton of encouragement, and maybe a little inspiration. Today's podcast is Parents United and Separate, How to Respect Differences and Come Together When It Matters. We have a very exciting group at the square table today because we have two couples talking about the blending, merging, and compromising of their individual parenting styles and perspectives. They also have professional insights into making successful partnerships. We have Tara and Dustin Kebre and Mari and Stacy Blass. They all know the realities and the challenges of day-to-day parenting. They also know what not to do. And they are willing to come here as couples to share their optimism in staying united. I want to start with Dustin who brought up the topic. I should say that he and Tara are both marriage and family therapists. And Dustin said he would wear his dad hat today as well as his professional hat. Dustin, welcome. Thank you. What matters most to strong, cohesive parenting for you as a dad and as a professional? Um, it, those blend, obviously, that's why we're, we're here, so I'll try to talk from both perspectives. Uh, really, what's the, what is hard for, I think, a lot of parents to uh, understand and to uh, connect with is that sometimes it's not about me. And it's also not about my wife. It's about our kids. And the kids really come first. Uh, We matter just as much as they do, but they actually matter more than us because they can't speak for themselves. They can't protect themselves. We are their protectors. We are everything for them. So for us to be uh, united, even if we disagree, but united in front of them um, so they can see that and see that kind of those parental hierarchy, that's kind of the most important thing to me. Um, But because of that, you have to have separate time for us yes. so that we can discuss those things and we can, you know, get those our feelings out and, and have that together as a, as a couple. So straight up, when there's tension, conflict, disagreement, um, you guys give the wink wink and like, okay, we're going to manage this moment as best we can for our children and then talk about it after the fact. You try, you try. That's that's the goal. That's the goal. That Obviously, would be ideal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they know. Right. Oh, they know. Absolutely, they I mean, know. All of us at this table have three-year-olds. We know our three-year-olds know. Right. Right. And you they know. hear everything. Right. They hear and they everything. understand everything. Well, they're reading body language. They're reading eye. I mean, they're reading everything right. about you, right. even when you think you're being mature and rational. Right. The, the, the worst feeling is when your kid like picks up on your um, being upset and he says, oh, daddy, stop yelling or daddy, put uh, you know, lower your voice or yeah. don't be mean to mommy or don't be mean to daddy, vice versa. So all kids say that. Right. That kind of like, that, that breaks you your heart. Talk to me or I'm, I'm mad at you and walks away and then you kind of 
then you wake up, you kind of snap yeah. out of it. You're like, well, well, you know, it's not really important what I was yelling about or what I was upset about. And um, you kind of come back to earth and then you go talk to your child. But it's also okay for them to see parents. Oh, there's so much. I right, mean, you see, right. I mean, we already got like 10 right. questions going right. here. Right. Um, okay, so I have, I have one question I'm going to put on the table first, sure. and then I'm going to come back to how appropriate is it for children to see you angry, in mm. disagreement, mm. or losing it. Um, and, um, but my other question, I'm going to go to Tara with this question, because what you said, Dustin, is um, we have to put the kids first. My um, impression as the non-parent at the table is that when we get very vested, moms and or dads, in their way, they think they've, they are putting their children first and they think they have an insight into what is best. And so sometimes you, you like lock down into it like... I've got our, my child's best interest at heart and you're being selfish or confused. But so how do you know where you, whose who's interests you're advocating for when you have a disagreement? Uh, interesting, because going back to what you said about the wink, wink, we'll, we'll deal with this later type of thing. That's not really what, what happens. You know, it's even as, you know, by professionals, we're marriage and family therapists. Does that mean everything is professional and this marriage is, you know, we're wink, winking and saying we'll table this for later? No. You know, in the moment, we think that we're doing the best thing for our child by me maybe not reacting or him not reacting when I'm speaking louder or he's speaking louder. And I think that ideally there is a time and a place for uh, children to see that all adults, whether, you know, their parents or friends or teachers, are going to have different levels of their voice and that arguments, you know, happen. Um, the latest thing that we're doing is we're asking our son, well, this is very therapist-like, <laughs> how do you feel? And he's saying, I'm angry. You know, he's tantruming or whatever. He's identifying he's angry or I'm worried. You know, and that's, a, again, like a real therapist thing to do. But it's working because he's able to identify his feelings, that feelings are a state of mind. They change. It's just a moment. And all feelings are safe. And all feelings are accepted. It's how you express them and manage them. Right. And I can help you do that. Because it's not just a therapist thing. It is the emotion coaching well, here, of all parenting. Here's a, mis here's a misnomer of therapists, right? And I get, I get this all the time. And people say to me, well, you're a therapist. You know, or you're, I'm supposed to be a therapist every time I'm talking to someone. Like, yeah. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you. I'm a therapist. You know, it's not Instead the case. Instead of a human being. Right, I'm a human being. And, and when we are dealing with our own lives because our children our lives emotions are high because it matters so much yes, to us when yes. the emotions are are high that's going to be the hardest time for anyone to control their emotions kids so, or adults right so when you have a third party like you know you or you or you talking to us from an outside perspective um, you can give a, an objective approach and, and help me see something, and I can then separate that and, and, and connect, disconnect from the emotions a little bit and bring my rational side in and, and bring the facts in, and now I can understand what my part is. Right. Versus in the moment, you're, the emotions are so high because we love each other so much. That's the problem. It's about That's the why love. the fights are happening. That's right. That's right. Marty, what were you going to say? Uh, I, I was going to say, how do you... Um, it's great when they say I'm happy. Mm -hmm. But but what what do you follow that up with if they say I'm sad or I'm upset? Well, what what's the next you know response? I, I like that question about you know how you're feeling, but sure. it's a negative answer or something you wouldn't sure. want as much. Well, I like what you said, Miss Karen. I like that you said that we could help you. You said I can help you. 
I say I say that same thing. I said, let me help you with that. I'll say, or what can I do to help you? Um, what do you need? Is that well, a challenging question? Well, I mean, my my role in separation, for example, is to help children know when they're say, when they're going to transition from classes with their parents to without their parents, that I can create a classroom, a community, a relationship that says all feelings are welcome here, that you are safe whether you are angry, sad frustrated, confused, mm -hmm. overwhelmed. I want to say, no, bring it all. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a saying, you know, when I see a, a very together pre-K child walking down the hallway, losing it, going, yes, mm -hmm. how lucky are we to be around little people who can be transparent? I, I don't have we to guess. We can't behave that way, unfortunately. We can't behave yeah. that way, but, I can, but now you're telling me what you're feeling, what's going wrong, where the struggle is. Now I can jump in. <laughs> and so I, I want to say, and, and the same thing with us. I, you are, to me, the best role models. And this is, this is from an education point of view and a development point of view. Is If you're going to become your own person as a child, which I think is the journey from 18 months and up, then, and if you are going to have that social-emotional confidence, resilience, resourcefulness, and problem-solving, then I have to help you know whatever you feel, whatever thing is going wrong, whatever's frustrating you, whatever's not going the way you like, I'm on your side, and we can find a way through it. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean we get your way. It right. means we ha you have to also know that we're grown. There, you have grown-ups in the house, and we have to get to work, and we have to do other things, and that doesn't work for all of us right now. So now you're juggling needs, and that's that's the first of all. Like, how do you figure out what does everybody need, and how do you figure out how to manage it? Well, especially in like a three-year-old, when you know what I was saying earlier, like this morning. His big tantrum was, I don't want to go downstairs, I don't want to go downstairs. Well, we ended up getting him downstairs by... Mati had thought it was enough and carried him down the stairs. Mm -hmm. But when we got to the bottom... After, spe you know, after, after speaking with him for right, a minute. We tried to speak with him for a minute. He wasn't coming down. Yeah. Mati carried him down the stairs, and then you know he gets downstairs. And it's not that what he wanted changed. He said, I don't want to come downstairs because I don't want you to get me dressed. And then we said, right. okay. So this wasn't really that you didn't want right, to come that, downstairs. It's that you don't want to get dressed. Right, and that that's what ends up happening. And I, I'm in the same boat as you. <laughs> they're they're mad about something. You think they're mad about something, but they're really mad about something else. And you really have to try to get to the underneath as to what they're really upset about. Right. You know, what's really going on? And at three, sometimes they don't know. Mm -hmm. He said he said the other day, I was here on a podcast, and I liked what someone said about, you know, the same actually as what you said this morning, Tara, which is ask him how he's feeling. So I asked Eli how he was feeling, and he said, I'm very, very angry. I was shocked that he said that to begin with. I didn't. I wouldn't he even have even known. Say that, right? I wouldn't have even known he knew the word. Right. Let alone Me to too. say I'm very, very angry. And I said, "Okay, Eli, why are you so angry?" And he said, "I don't know." Mm. Uh, okay, I'd like to help you, but I don't know why you're very, very angry yeah. either. And, and it might come to him later. But let's, right, right. Let's, and, and sometimes it's not about fixing it. It's just about let me be there with you. Let me like help you through that together. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be, yeah, just like hold their hand and say, hey, let's be angry. Let's just sit here and why not can't do you anything. do that to me? <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. I, I said I like that, but I think better than for me to my three year old. It might be between us. Hundred percent, because 
I think that so much of whether you are three or 30, we all need this like holding space. You know, I'm going to be here and you're going to have your tantrum and it's okay. And, you know, you're frustrated this morning and that's okay. We're going to table this and okay so let's go to holding space a a beautiful word but it's also one that we use in parenting well how do i hold your emotions while you're confused and unsettled and don't know what to do with them as a little person so let's talk about that holding space as as co-parents and that is when you disagree and how how do you peacefully coexist how do you hold one another's different styles and 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 the very specific question is what what do you disagree most about or what is the difference in your parenting styles parenting um, somebody Always. has said but somebody mm-hmm. said is it a gender thing parenting. is it a mo- you know like mm-hmm. how it's an individual thing well, okay it's so an individual where, thing and it's all of it what is what do you I, I, what I actually, do you do differently than Stacy I, I, I actually think I have an answer to, to the question I got to a couple <laughs> weeks ago because um, I'm a quantitative person, I thought about it in terms of math. But um, I'm, um, I'm 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 very much about discipline. But um, I'm also about um, about joking around. There's a fine line between the two. But uh, I think it's all about a process from beginning to end. You know, and it's about you know the domino effect. If over 50% of the domino falls, the rest are going to fall with it. You know, that's why you in a perfect. Everybody wants to be perfect, but it's not possible. So just make sure that you don't put in your 50% because then it can't fall. You know, so you can't control the okay. other person's emotions, but if but if you can control yourself, so instead of looking to put the blame on the other person for allowing it to happen, you know, just control your 50% because that's all you can do. Mm-hmm. You can't control the other person's emotions at the time. So do you have a parenting example of that? Um, I, I think we've fought a lot of lessons since that's happened. Since I, since I, since I mentioned that, um, at least I think about it now. Okay, so, well, I sense maybe that, that Stacy didn't want you to carry him down the steps today. Oh, for sure not. She did. Okay, so, but she, tell me about like what you. So you're like, this is going to work for me. I need to move this forward. And well, it's it's a combination of everything. You have competing interests throughout the day. Yes. You know, you have to make a living. Um, the kid, the the child has to come to school, and but you also want to want to give the child their time. So you have all these competing interests. So I think you have to first try to solve the problem. So I sat with him on the steps and I asked him what was wrong, and I, I tried to talk to him at his level, but he was in a situation that wasn't going to work. He couldn't hear you. He, he had to be no, out. Of, not he, at all. He had to be taken out of that out out of that situation. Maybe for an hour sitting there, but that wasn't the reality of, you know. So yeah. the reality was is that I picked him up at that point, brought him downstairs. But at least I can explain to him now. Hey, I sat down with you. We talked it out. But you know, but we, but you know, you have to go to school. I have to go to work, and we have to move on with our day. So I think it's about showing them coming a couple minutes late to work, but not missing the whole day of work or not. Right. You know, not doing but this to, But to help him out, like it's not about necessarily what you do. Exactly. What you do I and agree. what you feel is different. Yeah. And here's what I know. I mean, because you had an example last week. What happens is, and so it's like, how do I, it, right or wrong, and that's that's one of my co-parenting guidelines is, you know what, whoever speaks first rules. And if you disagree, you deal with it after. Yes. Because they have to know that that judgment and criticism won't happen. So here, here you've got that. Come, okay. I'm doing my best. It's not getting us moving forward. We have to move forward. I'm going to take a very practical response. Doesn't ha- doesn't doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. Mom doesn't agree. We're going to figure that out later. Doesn't matter. You, tr- you trust the other person. You married them. They're they're, they're you they're your both spouse. trust you're the pa- other person. Your parents together. You're not individuals. The second you bring a child into the world, you're you're together in it. And Eli brings something wonderful to this, which is the minute you start moving this. 
he then, that triggered the, okay, now I'm going to express this thing about my pajamas. Whether he means that or not, it just it allowed him to move into a different self-awareness mm-hmm. that said, okay, because he's a slow negotiator. He takes yes. it inches by inches. And so then you, then you got that. <laughs> On, you got that piece from him, which then he allowed you. But it's a challenge. I, I mean, it is I, a challenge. You know, I, I mean, you know, trying not to get frustrated and everything. But I think you become better with time. But if you ignore the problems, you're you're gonna have a problem. And if you and if you don't, t- you know, show that you have, that you have control of the situation, you get a problem as well. It's finding that that, that like equilibrium point right in the middle between that two. Right. How do you hold that well, for I, him? How I do you? Didn't say, want him to take him down didn't. the stairs. You but didn't. then as soon as he got down the stairs and he saw me. He was like, it's almost like in his head he was like, okay. okay, well, I'm giving up because now I'm downstairs, so maybe it's about the pajamas, maybe it isn't, but now I'm willing to talk, almost. We showed him so, that we were fair. We gave him his chance, and then we brought him down. And, and, and him just down. say, I'm I, I had a right. question for you. Like, when you saw um, um, your husband bring um, your son down the stairs, how did you react to that? I, I was at the bottom of the stairs, and I just walked away from the stairs. She was because Right. I just walked away from the stairs and went about it because at that point, we're also trying, you know, and you guys understand this as parents of a toddler and a newborn, there's also that we want to handle it together, but we want to divide and conquer. Yes. And it's gotten overwhelming, and for us to both be involved in the same stressful situation rather than, you know, maybe taking turns more is is not helpful and causes strife between us instead. Mm-hmm. And so I walked away. I let him deal with it. He dealt with it his way. To me, that was sort of the end of it. Right. Um, I didn't stop trying to deal with it what I would consider my way you know when he came over to me it wasn't okay now I'm going to pick you up and put you in the car it was okay we're out of that you're down the stairs so now let's talk right that Um, that's like so important in in my eyes when when you're parenting so you know being a cohesive unit Mm -hmm. and that was like keeping the structure of the cohesiveness by not invading his authority when he was trying to help his son you may have disagreed but you just respected that space and so your son saw a saw one message instead of seeing a conflicting message and that's so important because like you said earlier otherwise and sometimes we all can't help it but otherwise you're in the situation where your three-year-old is defending one of you or your three-year-old is jumping all over it like we know all the time our biggest fights between the two of us will happen because you know he says Daddy, you can't talk to me that way. Or, Daddy, you can't speak that way to Mommy. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Take the mom's side. Because, <laughs> oh, yes. but yeah. it's because, no because he knows. <laughs> he knows, right? And it's not his fault he knows. It's our fault he knows. They don't understand the big but picture. They knows. don't understand the surrounding elements and everything. Right, right. They understand in the moment. Right. Well, yes. so here's my... And yeah. I want to come to your example yeah. of you have that example, that happening for you. The other thing I want to say, because I think it goes well with the... Um, 
with the example of Eli this morning is I do believe that if you can have some time to reflect on what went well or what was hard today, what was easy, what was hard, and whether that's at bedtime, whether that's on car rides coming home from school, or whether that's at a family dinner table, then you can say, remember how you lost it this morning? And and I didn't want to carry you down the stairs, but you know what? That was the best thing I could think of. And then they can start to tell you, well, we could try this another time. Or you know what? If you get, if you count to 10, Daddy, or Eli will say 20, or then he'll negotiate the number. Right. That you know, Because then they can become part of the problem solving, but then you can start building in that self-reflection with, you know, why did that get so messed up? Why, you know, and, but that's okay for them to see, I didn't know what to do. If you have a better idea, Eli, on how we get down the stairs, you got to tell me because right then and there, that's what I needed to do. Well, and this morning, I would have never picked him up and brought him down the stairs, and I didn't want Monty to because in my head, it was going to make him worse. And you and never know. And sometimes he does, but you never know. This morning, he got down the stairs, and it was like, okay, that's fight's over, but I don't want to get dressed, so I want to go in my pajamas. And that's not a big deal. Yeah. Is it ideal to change him in the parking lot outside of the school? No. But, what are you going to do? And the whole but I was okay with it, but the whole point was that that's right, I thought him being carried down the stairs totally. was going to escalate it. For you, it might have. And for instead, it, it you know, didn't. It depends on it who's doing didn't. it. It depends on all kinds of But that leads to another issue that, you know, we're sort of dealing with now and weighing is that he gives me trouble. Sure. Times when he just simply wouldn't do it to Monty. And the other day when I was leaving for that podcast with you, and um, this was the worst tantrum I had ever seen happen. um, Finally, I said to him, which we, we talk about, you know, Monty and I talk about really trying not to do. Finally, I said to him, Eli, I can't deal with this, so you're going to cooperate me, or I'm going to leave you to daddy, and he's going to figure it out, and you don't usually like the way that goes, and it's true. I don't want him to be the threat, but it's true. He wouldn't have given him the trouble he was giving me. Right, That and that, and like, that's the easy, it's easy to do that. Good and and that's, that's what we right. don't want to do. We're talking about do. good cop, bad cop, right, right. and that's, want to come to that's exactly what we don't want to do. My mom used to do that to me with my dad, and, and you know what it did? It made me scared beyond belief for my dad because he would she would say we might wait till your dad gets home mm-hmm. and as soon as my dad would get home i didn't want to see my dad you know i, I ran from him versus and it makes your mom sound smaller right you should actually make yourself sound smaller you become and, a threat i yeah. mean the, the idea that but it's easy to do that it's right like, you have I mean, to connect you're just trying to find a level. solution in the chaos that's, right that's the problem and well what i want to say is just react to me the way you would react to him because you wouldn't <laughs> give him that trouble. But he's three. I mean, I get he. There's there's only some level and of understanding. And he's learning something different by responding to different people. Right. He's learning different skills. He's learning different under. I mean, the way I look at it is every significant adult in your child's life is preparing them for all those different personalities out there in the world. Mm-hmm. So like you've, the got, you've got the verbal. You've got the, the the analytical. You've got the heart. Fart, you know, yeah. you've got all these personalities, and he needs to know. I can play mom this. Mm-hmm. And I and I would never play dad that way. But I got another thing in my pocket to do with dad this way. And so oh, and the, he does. They're smart as a puzzle them. You but know. that's right. that's all social emotional skills. But again, I'm looking as the observer. <laughs> right. You guys are getting worked over. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. That being said, I mean, I think that like they run circles around us. We're thinking that we're bending over, you know, backwards, <laughs> you know, for them and making things so cushy so that they don't have to feel, so they don't have to be in pain, so they don't have to cry, so they don't. Everything should be easy. And yet. 
you know, at the end of the day, like, I think as, as the unit, as, as the parenting unit, we're the ones that suffer. You know, my son's going to bed at night, everything checked off his list. Yeah, of course. You know, every I is dotted and T is crossed. And, you know, is, our, is, our, is everything in our marriage crossed? Everything on our, our, you know, no. You know, it's not because why we're spending so much time tending to our three-year-old who's running our lives? Well, they have nothing else to do but grow themselves right? And, and study the world and be in the moment. And you have a million commitments. So where do you see the, like the, the, the dis, how do you manage the different styles, different personalities, different responses? It's, 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 it's not easy. I mean, I think listening to Stacy, a lot of the things that goes on in your house, it's like maybe we're neighbors or something. <laughs> they, go in, they go in every house. They're just, every not, on house. They're just not on Facebook. Just right. We don't, well, we don't post know? those on right. Facebook. We only post good things. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's, it is really, I don't have an answer. You know, I don't have an answer. We, it's not perfected at all. Um, I think that, you know, I have this certain idea that, you know, Dustin's going to walk in the door at 6.30, and this is what I need him to do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's the biggest thing I've, for us. I've heard that well, one. and I talk about that with my clients, too, about managing expectations. You know, that, for us, is a big thing, because that's what I think, too. You know, when I get home, I know I have this, this, and this to do with the kids, and then I'm expecting at a certain time for Mati to walk through the door and take on these other responsibilities. And so when we start from, okay, well, that didn't happen, it's like all hell breaks loose in our house. So because so, we get consumed by our own needs. I need right. relief. I need I need to a break. And you just come home from a long day. And, and, boom, and you're thinking, right. no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. I want to come home. I want to with my kid. I want to sit yeah. and watch TV. Yeah. I, wanna, I mean, I say this about Dustin all the time. He comes home and he doesn't stop working. Right. Because, you know, the job <laughs> is, is the job. That's done. But he comes home and his dad had is you know completely on and you know i've been home for x amount of hours with two and i need the bath done i need this done i know that he can't watch another show because he already watched three shows and And you know i want to watch he wants to watch and he wants to watch a show with him (laughs) it's like no we've already done all this this is what has to be done so that's where conflict can can arise does arise yeah so And, and 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 punishment too is another topic that we differ a lot on and I, I've been being on uh, timeouts mm-hmm. and Tara is not a big fan given of one. timeouts <laughs> and she just doesn't like to and I think that they're really effective I, I do timeouts a little bit differently I, I'll go I'll, I'll be holding I'll go with them into the bathroom or wherever room like a quiet pl- a place and I'll stay with them and I'll say you know when you're done screaming and yelling we can go out yeah. And then when he calms down, he gives me a hug, he gives me a kiss, and we walk out. So it's not withdrawn, abandonment. Right, I don't it's, leave um, him I'm your there. partner as you get as you get yourself back right. under, in, under control. Right, but for, for, for Tara, she doesn't like that because there's an initial screaming and yelling, no, no, I don't want to mm-hmm. go there. And and that, I think, is the hardest thing for you with the time out. But it's it's just, we're just different people. We have different personalities. But that's, so, why, but, but that's why it works. And how do you... So it's just that I whoever whoever it's just respect. It's just if this person if, if if one of the parents has said they're going to do- handle a, a discipline or a conflict situation a certain way, the other person just has to back off. Yeah, yeah you have, there has yeah. to be a moment where you have to like decide you whether you're going to just let the person do their thing. Yeah. But a lot of times that's where the conflict arises because then it's like. 
you know, she doesn't want to hear the yelling. And, and somebody, 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 sometimes somebody wants to come in and protect the child. Right. As right. if somehow the parent is hurting. You well, know? she doesn't want to hear the yelling, just yeah. simply the noise. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I know the noise is going to stop soon, but she just has a different perspective on, on how it's supposed to be done. So how did you come to terms with that? Just through repetition, just like, okay, this is what he, this, this I, is how my husband, I will respect Yeah, him. I think that, um, you know, even though our parenting approaches are different, his relation, the relationship that I see he, you know, gives our three-year-old and is, is such a beautiful thing. And so let that kind of counteract this, whatever the screaming is and all this stuff. So I let it, I let it be. And do you get, you get like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm like her. pointing to my stomach churning. I get do you her. Get like, yeah. yeah. So how do you, what do you do for yourself so that you can let him do this his way? I have my own distract. I mean, I have my own distractions. Um, I probably could be better at how I, you know, how I just, like Stacy did not interfere with that going up and down the stair things this morning. So you, you know, start with the outside. You start with the behavior. Be. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just I, I just kind of let him do his thing. I don't react. Yeah. You know, if everybody's reacting, if we have three people reacting, then we're just fueling it. So so here's my other question, because what you said, I think, that was a, was something really valuable, and I don't know how realistic it is to do this. Right, in those. you want the textbook answer? Or you want well, the, but what she <laughs> said that I think she believes mm-hmm. is that it's really beautiful what his relationship is with, with our son. Yeah. And so if everybody every day could remember in some way that they do respect, love, and appreciate this partner of theirs. And I don't know. Okay, so what's textbook? I mean, how do you how do you make well, that reasonable? Textbook, textbook is you do, you. Stacy. You do what Stacy did, and then when the situation's done, and you guys put the kids to bed, and everything's quiet, you then sit down. And you say, Stacy says to Monty, like you know, I was feeling that we could have handled that a different way. And, and Walter says, well, I felt like it was going to be done this way. And then and then you guys both say, I respect this and I respect that. And this is how we felt. I felt annoyed. I felt frustrated. And then you guys come to a resolution and understand what, where each other was coming from and some sort of compromise together as a parent as to what to do if that happens again. And That's the textbook answer. And, and, and so we have this conflict between textbook right. and reality. Is that still the textbook answer? Yeah. Yeah, like if you want... More of like a scientific, you know, the high, you want to maintain the hierarchy. So at all costs, you want to always be cohesive and always have the same message. So when it's coming down, trickling down in this family system, that it's a clear message and so there's no mixed message. Don't you think it's built to break? It's hard when it becomes when there's emotions involved and there's actual real situations involved. It's really difficult. Yeah, you and, are. So, and I will say, I mean, the reason we chose the name "See Me, Hear Me, Love right. Me" is because you want to see your children, right. hear them, and still have there's that unconditional term, love. There's another term called differentiation, right? Yeah. And um, uh, Murray Bowen, my favorite family systems theorist, and he talks about differentiation, and, and meaning that you know, uh, traditionally as families, we all believe that we all need to think alike, be alike, and act alike. But no. it couldn't be farther from it the truth. truth. Okay. Right? We, to be a closer family, you actually have to be differentiated. You have to be your individual. You have to have your own opinions, your own feelings, your own thoughts. So, so and you just need to be just like me and everything would be perfect. <laughs> exactly. So if there is a disagreement in the family system, there's not a huge blow up. It's not an explosion. It's simply I agree to disagree. And that should trickle down to the children as they grow up. Because you're going to be in conflict with them when they're teenagers and all that. Can I say stuff. that adds to another 
you wanted to know what the conflict was. That adds to another conflict because Dustin can give you the textbook of everything, and I leave the textbook at the door. You know, even as a ther- as a therapist and Me as too. a parent, I could care less what the textbook says. Me if you're too. my client or if you're my friend or if you're my child, I'm talking to you heart to heart, soul to soul. I think there's a, I think there's a flaw. I think there's a, there's a basic flaw with any textbook, and I think that um, you teach you teach children on a what how why basis because they can't think on a why how what. And um, and I think that as you become an adult, you have to change the what to the last thing and the why to the top thing. Oh my gosh, you just confused me oh, so yeah. much. I need your math brain. We need <laughs> we need charts and because graphs. Most people, most people, well, most, because children, 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 also children think about the um, about the action. They think about the what for, first, and then they think, okay, this is how I'm going to do it, and this is why I'm going to do it. Oh, you're saying why? The successful people first. think about the process. They think about why I'm going to do it, how I'm going to do it, and then what I'm going to do. Right. And there's a big difference between the two. And textbooks teach us the what and then the how and then the why. That is a certain thought process. And if you, you your parents, because you're in the same team, right. it's like having two point guards on the floor at the same time. It's not going to work. <laughs> you know, if you have a point guard and a shooting guard, one person can pass it, the other person right. can shoot it, you can score. Right, and that's the thing. But you don't want to be the same And people. that's the thing, though, to allow for the disagreement. Allow, you have to believe in the other person. Allow for it to work. You have well, to believe in the other person. The one, as I heard the textbook mm-hmm. answer, I mean, the. The, the I'm going to walk away from the staircase is the day-to-day reality. I'm going to somehow find a way for right. us to reconnect. We're going to go, we're, we're, we're volunteering for a podcast to talk about disagreeing parents. Um, yeah. So that means I, I love and trust you in some way. And that happens in lots of covert ways all day long. But when there's crisis, and which you guys do handle professionally, that is when, when I start really disliking my partner and I cannot be quiet and I cannot not sabotage and undermine, then I better say, all right, let's, let's find a neutral space where we can talk because the textbook matters when, when, the person, when people stop listening to each other and stop hearing and respecting what's going on. But if you can do that peaceful, cohesive, you know, respectfully disagree, then I and, think... And there's, a, and there's also another separation between the parenting and the relationship, right? If you take the kids out, right, as in any family system, if you lower the stress in the family system, let's say you go on vacation, for example, there's obviously less fighting on a vacation because you're relaxing. Without children. Without children. When you're home and you're trying to get the kids to school and you have another kid, I mean, stress levels are high. So when you have stress levels that are high in any situation, you're going to have more chaos, more fighting, and really the fight is not about whether or not we love each other. It's about um, I just disagree with the way you're parenting this situation. And That's why. Just remember the why, the why you're in it instead of what's going on. Right. Mm, right. There you go. You Thank know. you. I like that. That's I mean, clear. I like that. I love you. But, you know. The why you're in it. Yes. Yeah. So. But it's not only the different exactly. parenting styles and the different, like you said, I have to say and what you and what you say here, which is this is like I have to look at the outcome, which is this is a loving relationship. You know, if his style of discipline isn't the same for us, it's almost the opposite because we're actually more almost aligned on what we're going to do when our older son is, you know, losing his mind and that sort of thing. It's it's almost the opposite. Our parenting styles probably differ the most um, just on the day to day. I describe them as maniacs and I say that lovingly. I mean, 
you know, their idea of playing, and this is the difference we're talking about, mom play and dad play, their idea of playing is actually running around the house like wild (laughs) maniacs the way I spend 99% of my time trying to convince our son he can't behave. Let's move in together, and they'll move in together, and they can play like they're maniacs. Because I'm connecting with him on his level. Right. And that's, and he really thinks that. And And I'm like, you're undoing all my hard work, you're undoing all my hard work. Yeah. Or like at bedtime when I've just he's got him exactly. calmed down he's ruining, and he he's wants... Ruining, he's ruining your child. He, yeah. He's, he's ruining my perfectly created world. And my, and my <laughs> calmness... <laughs> yeah. And my calmness before bed and things like that. So, you know, one of the things that I'm working on is recognizing, well, they have the relationship they have. That's the thing. So... I just have to say, okay, if that's the way they're going to play, that's the way they're going to play. Um, And work on, you know, teaching a three-year-old who hopefully can start to understand, okay, there's a difference with the way you can run around our family room Mm -hmm. than the way you could behave when we're out at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. Um, And children are very good. I mean, one of my questions, and maybe I'll have this as the last question, then we'll do our wrap-up, because it's this idea of consistency. I think that, that, you can, that you can be united and connected and not have to be consistent on everything because you, the most important thing is that you're consistent with yourself, where you can say, you know, that works with you and Dad, but when you're at school, when you're with me at, the, at a restaurant, that's not going to work. And your children, even at 18 months, are really good. I mean, I have children in a classroom that know they have to sit at a table with food, and at home they don't have to do that. And, and it gets a little more complicated, and you have to be a little more patient and know that it takes time to teach less consistent rules. It's it's parenting in the gray zone, but what is so? What is the position on consistent? How consistent you can be, and how what what are those expectations for consistency? Um, you know, I, I with the let's talk about the like the roughhousing we'll call it, and you know, I know that. You know, Tara does not want rough housing in the house. I'm completely aware of it, 100. percent And I'm actually aware of it too. We we had Star Wars lightsabers, and like I had like my Thundercat sword from when I was a child, and He Man, and all that stuff. And and I love that. But I'm trying to I'm trying my hardest uh, actually to keep that keep the voices down. We have the newborn, and not have especially during bedtime. And it's hard. It's hard to maintain that consistency. Is you know he wants to rough house, and I'm saying no, no. No, but he's jumping on my back and making the growl sounds, and, and then I'm already in trouble. So I'm the kid, this I'm the child, and, and you're I'm feeling in cold. I want to give. And that's when I start screaming. I, I say, I only have two children, not three. Don't um, make it harder. That's right. He is. My that's third exactly son. what I say. Right. I say, you're my third. Don't make it harder. And as a, even you know, not to be. I'm a therapist, but I'm also a human, right? And I'm a big. I'm a big kid, and I like to like play these things, and that's, it brings me that's back. That's one of the great reasons of having children is right. that you can revisit all that joy. <laughs> right, right. And it's hard, but I, I'm mind, I'm trying to be mindful. I'm trying to be consistent, but a lot of times it's just you know I'm I'm imperfect and I and I make mistakes and I can't help that. You can't. You there's no way you can win that one. I mean, because you you I want all dads to have that joy, that excitement, that freedom, and I want kids to have that wild experience. And I want you also to look at Tara and go. 
and I love you so much. It's not that I'm not doing this because it. I'm not doing this because it bugs you. I'm doing this for one a my hardest. I'm not, not going to win that one actually one because my, he's three and he's a boy and he's going to play with Ninja Turtles and he's going to play with swords. So it's actually I'm not going to win that one. That's how I feel. And it's also I'm super. You know. Whereas I, there's a chill part of my being. I'm also super rigid. I want bedtimes. I want structure. I want a schedule because I want my sanity. Okay? I want Nolan to be in bed at 7 so that I can watch E! News at 7 o'clock. Right, right, right. And it never happens. <laughs> and there's nights that he's going to bed at 7 and there's nights he's going to bed at 9. And he's reading books and they're singing songs and that's that's the beautiful part that it goes by so fast and it's all going to be okay at the end of the day and yes he is going to school or camp and pretending he's he-man and he's saying he has the power on the playground but um (laughs) that's where i have to bend is that i'm not going to win this one so i mean i think that he's a little bit more less structured i'm very structured in terms of the schedule the thing is i am trying like uh, the example i'll give is like we're on schedule i got the bath done i got the dinner done i'm in the room i'm reading the books and, you know, it's my fault. I got him those little basketball things you put on the door. <laughs> and I say, Nolan, go get the little basketball thing. And I'm reading the book, and I try to make a shot while I'm reading the book. And I'm like, and I start making a game. I was like, Nolan, he's coming home. Throw it home. And he picks it up and throws it to me. And now, like, she's knocking on the on the wall because she's the baby. Like, like, what's going on in there? Like, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, sorry, book's time. <laughs> book time with dad. He's time with I was going to point out that um, you probably both couldn't, couldn't, couldn't give the, the child the bath, and you probably both couldn't put the child to bed. That's why it's a team. That's why it's not about it. To, to me, I really try to fight. Yeah, it's with two children it's, so, it's so much easier said than done, but like, like the best people, like the most successful people in the world understand they can't do it by themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. they, and they understand yeah. it's a team. And so it's not about winning and losing. It's so hard not to think this way. But it's about like the, the, the joint you know, goal at the end of the day, and, and you win and lose together. If you lose, you both lost. And if you, if you win, you both won. It's true. I agree. So let's do our wrap-up. There's still so much. Date nights we didn't talk about. Taking, I mean, there's so much, yeah, but I thank you. We can you. talk about breakfast. We can talk about... Yeah, well, you guys are all coming yeah. back. So yeah. um, the, the wrap-up is always the same. How have you got this? Uh, for right here, for right now, um, the phrase was strong, cohesive parenting, respecting differences, mm-hmm. and um, making it work when it really matters. Excellent. And... Um, I, I think as long as you realize, you know, why you got involved and what's important, you're um, you're always going to have um, success at the end. Success is the result. It's, it's Can I just ask, what's your why mantra? So what do you say to yourself when you're asking yourself the why? What's the purpose? Why do you go to work no, every answer day? answer it. <laughs> I, oh, I so. um, because um, I, I, you know, I love my wife and I want to give my kids the best life possible. And that we're in it together. We're, you know, I... If she shoots the ball, I'm good with it. Or if I shoot the ball, I'm good with it. But the most important is the ball goes in the, in the uh, I love my Just wife. Just don't do it better. it together. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but that's actually the similar perspective that I've been trying to take on how we can handle this. That it's, you know, especially now, and you guys understand this, now that there's two kids and not one, it's the, okay, it's the why are we doing all this? If we're doing all of this for them... If, if that's the goal, to raise, you know, happy, loving, kind, successful, you know, little people, if, if that's the goal and it's getting done, then the little differences fall to the wayside. Love it. It's Dustin's opening line, kids first. Yeah. <laughs> Tara. 
And my clothing line is going to be parents first. Husband and wife first. Um, because then everything will fall into place. Okay, thank you. I love it. Um, my, my goal is to be happy and to find happiness and to be able to express yourself and, um, and tell yourself how you feel and have my child have the same thing in my life, and that's always my goal. I, you guys, I love this. Thank you for sharing all you did, and thanks for giving everybody hope and optimism out there. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. So that's the mess for today. We appreciate you listening to See Me, Hear Me, Love Me. Seeing little people learn and grow, listening to parents taking a crazy, uncertain journey, loving the fun and loving the mistakes. You write the rules, you write your story. We just want to be part of the conversation. But in the end, we know you got this. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Oh, 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 wait. We're growing too. So if you had a great time today, please spread the word to a friend. You can also join our conversation on Facebook. That's with Karen Deerwester. And there's great parenting resources for you at www.familytimeinc.com. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone at B'nai Torah Congregation for this lovely space. Thank you, David Dweck, for that sweet voiceover. And thanks to The Front and the Follow for the song listen. We are listening. Thanks, everyone. See you next week.